3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich
1: pill poppers in the penthouse.
2: Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air. Everywhere, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Radio is a production of iHeartMedia. Unless it's well, it is kind. Of. Well, there there are corporate overlords. They are, but they don't really mess with us too much. I will give them credit. They don't even know we really exist, Danny. I don't think, and we'd like to keep it that way. I think. I I don't know. I have no idea.
4: In fairness, they kind of do know because we're always like the third or fourth most streamed. Out of all of iHeart with thousands of channels. Yes. For some reason, people go to Fox Sports Radio the most.
2: Yeah, that is pretty cool. iHeart is the largest audio company that I know of. Is there anyone bigger than iHeart in terms of what they produce
4: uh, content? No, I think it's iHeart first and then Odyssey second.
2: Yeah, those are the two big media companies. And yeah, Fox Sports Radio... God bless you, because of you, is always in the top five. Out of all of the options that you have available, always in the top five, which is wonderful, which is glorious and marvelous and all that. And the fifth hour, which is a spinoff of the overnight show, the Ben Maller show, which I'm part of with my name on it, and Danny G Radio, Covino and Rich on uh, the newest show, the newest weekday show. And this is Sunday. And, Danny, what does Sunday mean? Mail, mother sucker. Ohio Al, will you please do the honors? It's
4: in the bank. Ben's mail bank.
2: These are actual questions by actual listeners and I was concerned when we started this podcast years ago that we would not get enough email every week to have a mailbag. And originally we did this podcast, I think we did it, if I remember correctly, one day a week, then we went to two days a week, and then we said, ah, screw it, we'll do it three days a week, because we're losers. Um, uh, and not you, Danny, that was before you came on. We were losers, other people were losers, and here we are three days a week. So anyway, whenever you want real fifth hour at gmail.com, all letters, no numbers, knock yourself out first on the mailbag. Mike in Fullerton writes in, he says, I called it guys. I predicted your old studio would be used for podcast. I also guessed it would become a hobo hangout, which would have been a lot cooler though.
4: There There are some sleeping bags I've seen in there. Yeah there are there is still an opportunity
2: for that to become a homeless shelter it is not it is not over all it would take is to open that door that goes out to the street where all the homeless guys are hanging out. Just let them in. Just shepherd them in, uh, and and, be, and then you'd be fine. I have been hanging out a lot in the old studio. The company thought it would be a good idea for me to come into the studio a little bit more. And, uh, you know, I drive out from the Northwoods. It's a nice, long drive. And so I have to leave at a certain time because I'm supposed to watch these late NBA playoff games. I've determined it's very hard to do that, Danny. When you're sitting on the uh, the 101 freeway or the 405, it's very difficult to actually be able to watch an NBA playoff game and do your job properly. When you, uh, Anyway, so I've been uh, getting there, hanging out in the old studio, and it's great because no one bugs me. But I, I say no one bugs me, but there have been people that have, like, walked by and kind of distracted me,
4: which yeah. I don't. I mean,
2: Because that's a soundproof room.
4: Well, it's to be expected because there's at that time of the night, there's producers and editors and it used to be interns, right? When are we going to bring interns back, by the way? I demand we need interns. Why do we not have it? COVID.
2: COVID's over. The World Health Organization. Bring them back.
4: Bring the interns back. And of course, they see a celebrity sitting in that room they're gonna pop in and say something oh well, of course As you know it's
2: it's a it's like a beehive there uh the later you get there's the, the more activity and all the management people I run into all the sales people uh everyone uh that's really why I need to be there Danny to, yep. to hang out with the sales staff and the, the management people and uh the people cleaning the toilets unless None of those people are there unless okay. none of them are there. Uh, and uh, anyway, uh,
4: but I was uh, talking about Jason Smith, too. And I said celebrity.
2: Uh, you know, Mike Harmon's the star of that show. The great yeah. Mike Harmon is the one that moves the needle on that show. And uh, Mike also says, Danny G, uh, he says, as far as the movie thing, he says, forget the movies. If you want to be a real hero, though. You should buy some of those half-price Clipper jerseys you mentioned last week and pass them out to the class. Kids know it's hip to clip. Right. Well, thank you, Mike.
4: <laughs> never seen one kid wearing one piece of Clippers attire on that entire campus of eleven hundred kids.
2: Uh, that's a um, lie. You're lying.
4: Dude. Oh, I'm I'm serious. Uh, oh, I saw a throwback Chris Paul one day. That's uh, it. Um, but I was thinking, Ben, I should at least bring in a dozen donuts on the last day of school. I take that back. The last day of school, everybody thinks that. So the kids are overwhelmed with donuts and things like that. So probably the third to last day or the second to last day, you get a jump on the competing teachers.
2: Yeah. Plus, isn't the common decorum in my day, you're supposed to give the teacher a gift the
4: last day of school, the thank? You would think that, but nowadays the kids run the world, so it's like, you know, everybody's giving them gifts for some reason. F them teachers is what they say. Yeah, yeah pretty much.
2: <laughs> Alright, uh, well, thank you. Uh, great email, Mike. Absolutely. It's tip the clip, and all those little kids will be grown up in 20 years. They're going to all go to the Intuit Dome, and they'll be able to piss wherever they want because there's more toilets there than any other arena in the NBA, and their their urine, their bladder, the little boys' and girls' bladder will thank the world that Steve Ballmer put all those urinals and all the urinal cakes and all the toilets in that new arena. So,
4: The ghost them. of Ballmer. You guys will have a different curse working against you. Not dare you.
2: Alf writes in. He says, Ben, the Alfmobile will soon be in need for a new set of tires. And I was wondering if you could give me that. You or Danny G could give me that tire rack super secret P1 promo discount code for (laughs) the $1 off per tire per year for listening to the Ben Maller show and the third shift uh, with Ben Maller and the fifth hour. I will take my answer off the air. Yes. Well, that. Danny, people at Tyrac, a great sponsor, and I'm I'm sure you, you can pass that on, right, Danny? You're, you're the one that went out of your way to make
4: sure to get that code. And, yeah, I can know. get you at least a 7% off discount. Yeah, we'll hook you up, Alf, uh, whatever you need.
2: And, uh, in fact, we'll actually, because uh, you're such a, a big P1, Alf, we're going to get you hot wheel size uh, tires. We can afford that. We'll get you the hot wheel size tires. The actual tires for the grown-up car, uh, a little more expensive.
4: Yep. And just because you are Alf, I'll get you roadside assistance yeah. for free.
2: That's the way to do it. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Fred in Spring, Texas says, hi, guys. Great show. Fred's a big fan. He emails all the time. He says, do either one of you employ techniques to help you deal with stress? Meditation." exercise, etc. I do bite my fingernails. That helps with my stretch. No. Uh I like going to the treadmill. It's, it's like a double whammy because you get the uh, you get the little sweat going. You think you're doing yourself a good mitzvah, staying in shape. And it's kinda it's kind of nice just to let yourself go. I like going down to the beach during the summer. I've talked about this in mountains and uh, snow. I was just in the snow for my birthday out in Sequoia, which I thought was great. What about you Danny, you a big meditator, deep breathing exercises?
4: Nah. Um, none of that new age stuff. I go old school Hugh Hefner. When I'm stressed, my wifey gives me a nice back massage. She says, "Oh, you're tight. You you seem stressed." And then she'll just go to town on my back. And then somehow she starts going lower and I I don't call 911. <laughs> do, you, do you
2: wear your your hugh hefner outfit do you have the uh, yes. the silk robe and the uh you know, smoking the, pipe yeah the, the pipe you gotta have the pipe there that's the key uh, uh clearly walt writes in from uh wataki he says last saturday i was hiking on south mountain in phoenix here he says around 10 p.m all of a sudden. I heard a strange noise. It sounded like air escaping from an irrigation system when it started up. So I turned my cheap Walmart headlamp in the direction of the noise and found a rattlesnake hanging out just off the trail. Its tail was up in the air shaking and it was looking directly at me. He says for half about half a second. He said, I thought of taking a picture of it, but thought better and backed up. When I got home, I immediately ordered an expensive and much brighter headlamp. <laughs> if either of you encountered a potentially deadly creature. In the wild uh, it says well, we've been asked this before. I think the deadliest creatures I've been around are human beings. Uh, those are the ones that scare me the most i I was actually having this conversation I'm going to name drop here with our morning guy, Jonas Knox, who, as we have the same battle driving in at really bad hours, he drives in at a bad hour, I drive home at a terrible hour, and we were telling stories about how Twice in my, actually three times, but twice in the span of a couple of days, wrong way drivers on the highway. Driving late at night, hardly any traffic. Somebody's coming at you 80 miles an hour. What do you do? That's happened to me twice. Well, once was on the highway. Once was on a surface street near Dodger Stadium in uh, Lincoln Heights, where I used to live in L.A., and that was a... That was a, a scary one also. So as far as like outdoors, no. I I think it'd be kind of cool to say I had like a bear, but no. It would be cool after it was over. The, yeah. the, the I think the animal I, I brought up before is like I, we've seen uh, like bobcats, coyotes, those kind of things you know, walking around, but that's about it. What about you, Danny?
4: Yeah, I've told the stories before about how my cousin – would take me on some hiking trips, especially during the summer. And one of the Yellowstone trips, he's famous for saying, oh, it's a it's a beginner's hike, don't worry. And it turned out to be a 9, 10-mile hike. And one of those, he kept telling me, I just want to see a grizzly on this trip. I want to see one grizzly. We're on this 9-mile hike, and we hear a grizzly bear growling we booked, we ran, we hauled ass Ben down this trail, and he changed his mind quickly. Just the ferocious sound of that beast would scare, you know, Hulk Hogan. Brother. So we, uh, we hauled ass away from that part of the trail. Oh, yeah, brother. And then he told me, when we got back to the car, he told me, Uh, I changed my mind. I don't think I really want to meet a Grizzly on this trip.
2: (laughs) On second thought, I think we are good. I think we are Uh. good on that. Next up, Barry from Nashville. He says, for now, anyway, yeah, Barry on the move. He says, yo, yo, ma, Benny. One of my favorite sayings is he was sucking. Uh, one of my, one of your favorite sayings is he was sucking his toes. Well, 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 well. Do you think this guy is a Ben Maller fan? Uh, he sends me this. I'm sure you saw the story, Danny. This guy at a hotel in Nashville was arrested for going into the room and uh, sucking on the toes of a a customer at the hotel there that happened to be sleeping. (laughs) Uh, And he says, the question is, have either of you ever had anything weird like this happen to you in your hotel room? I did have someone walk into my room in the middle of the night, but no toe sucking. He also says, Barry, that this hotel this happened at was at a, he says, I guess we can name the we can name the hotel. I I mean that's what this is this is from Barry in Nashville. He says it was a Hilton hotel. Uh so he said it wasn't some cheap mom and pop hotel. He says this was a a big hotel chain. Yeah, they, like, what other decisions do you think the guy made to get to that point by the way where he's like, "You know, I think today's the day I'm going to go into the room and this person <laughs> needs their <laughs> toes sucked and I'm the person that's going to be the one to do that." Uh yeah. So I've had yeah, I have had people pop in that were that that went to the wrong room where we're gonna like do maintenance in the room, but that's it. I've never had any anyone come in there and uh like to uh suck the gunk under my toenails. I've never had that uh happen. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, never a a good looking woman, by there's always some weird looking dude that's into these, right? You know, it's never a good looking lady. It's always some uh, weird, maybe, maybe we don't hear about the good looking women that are into that, Danny. Maybe they just, they're off on an Island somewhere.
4: I thought my birthday last year was going to be extra special because we did a staycation for my birthday the day after Christmas. It's weird timing. It's always weird to celebrate a birthday around that time of the year. Anyways. So my girl got a room at the Westlake Village Inn, which is a fancy hotel here in our area. We go, we check in, we get the hotel card, the key card. We go upstairs to our room. She opens the door, and there is this MILF sitting on the bed. Giggity, 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 giggity. My girl really surprised me this birthday.
2: We're going to have a happy, happy, happy birthday
4: is what you're going to have. But then I quickly realized the way they were looking at each other, that they did not know each other. And we walked in on somebody's room, which was awkward. Um, And so we had to back up and apologize. And the lady ran over and shut the door and locked it. And we're like, oh, we're so sorry. So we went down to the lobby and it wound up giving us a uh, upgrade because the girl at the front desk was so embarrassed He's like, I'm going to upgrade your guys' room because of that. So we got one of the best rooms in the hotel. But as I was sitting there, I was thinking, man, instead of an upgrade in the room, I would have rather had that. Hey-oh.
2: When you were backing out, did you make the sound of a dump truck? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So did the woman in the room that you walked in on, did she get an upgrade as well or just a lawsuit, just a nice lawsuit? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nick in Wisconsin writes since says, Ben and Danny G, it has been a couple of weeks because I have not been able to think of anything good. He says, I am super pumped for the meet and greet on the 20th, and my wife still thinks I'm a loser for going next week. No. That, no, Nick. No. Bad job by the wife. How dare you? The wife should be very supportive that yeah, you do a lot of help with the kids and all that. You want to yeah. go and hang out for a night. What's the big deal? You don't have to stay the whole time. Come hang out. You get to meet Doc, Mike, Regina, me, all, whoever else shows up, all the big superstars. There's a rumor hollering James is going to show up unconfirmed. Big <laughs> night. Big night. Anyway, uh, anyways says on to the question, would you rather fight a kangaroo or a badger?
3: I uh.
4: don't need no stinking badgers. Let's see here.
2: Uh, I've seen those videos of kangaroos boxing, and I think I could take a medium-sized kangaroo. (laughs) I think I would be okay. A badger seems more deadly to me. Am I wrong,
4: Danny? No, I think you're right about that. What if we throw an alligator into the mix? In fairness, though, it would have to be a baby gator. I'm not talking one of those huge crocodiles
2: of those nine foot 200 year old crocodiles
4: if it's a huge alligator i don't want any business in the water with that oh no 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 uh yeah wait travis always used to brag on the air that he could beat an alligator with his bare hands
2: what is going on i don't know that i would test that out i don't think i don't think i would go down down that road. Well, that could be part of Animal Thunderdome. Yeah. Uh, you could do that, and you could have Clay on. And,
4: yeah. Know. Coming in 2024.
2: Uh, twenty one twenty
4: four, Danny. 21-24. <laughs> My son is going to host it.
2: Yes. Your son's <laughs> son
4: will host it. <laughs> yes. On with Fox Travis. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yes. Uh, Jennifer in beautiful Richmond, Virginia. That's, uh,
4: that's one of his sons, by the way.
2: Okay, uh, it says, Ben and Danny G, of all the vegetables, uh, do you know which one ranks at the top of the stinkiest, raunchiest, gag-inducing stench if it's been cooked and left over, sitting out, in the fridge, or in the trash?
4: You want to take a guess, Danny? Hmm, one of the... St- Jennifer says this is the stinkiest vegetable?
2: That's according to Jennifer. Her She has done her own think tank, the Jennifer think tank. She has done the research. She has lived her life. She has figured this out. She has solved one of the great mysteries of life. She says the hint here, Danny, it starts with a B and ends with an I. Yeah.
4: I was going to guess cauliflower. It's in that
2: family. Yeah. Cauliflower is, is terrible and nasty and all that, Uh. I am not a fan of the broccoli either. I'm not a fan of the – there's a lot of vegetables. There's some cheeses that smell horrific.
4: I like three-cheese broccoli cheddar soup from Whole Foods, uh, but there's barely any broccoli in it, which is why it's good.
2: Well, I love garlic and some people can't freaking stand garlic. They like get there are anti-garlic people. You know what we call them, Danny? The devil. But they don't like garlic. And they are bothered by garlic and they can't stand it and it drives them insane and all that and I have noticed most of the things that smell pretty bad leave you with gas and bloating. Right? Is it like don't don't most of these things that smell like cabbage smells disgusting? I don't eat it. Broccoli, no. But don't aren't these things they 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 they're, they're not good for your uh, your bloating situation and all? That. Yeah,
4: you're not wrong. It turns our nose off and our stomachs off. Yeah, and like Limburger cheese, which is the
2: most often called the most disgusting smelling cheese. Limburger cheese. Uh, I, I have a theory that the cheese, these products smell like this because they don't want you to eat it. It's like a defense system for the for the broccoli. Don't eat me. I smell disgusting, uh, horrible, all of that, uh, nasty. Uh, spin Cycle Regina writes in says, what are, the, are you most looking forward to when you get boots on the ground in Minnesota? Uh, yes, yeah, so I was looking up some different places. I, I've never been, so I've only been to the airport. I want to get the vibe of the city. I want to go. Uh, there's some... I was looking up some different things in Minnesota. There's like these old mills right on the Mississippi River, which look pretty cool. There's an art, there's this like outdoor art thing that I want to check out. And I want to eat a lot of good food, like Juicy Lucy's and all that stuff. So, and I want to go to a lot of lakes. It's the land of 10,000 lakes. I would like, I want to go to the lake where the Vikings love boat happened. That's where I want to go. Yeah, yeah. That's where I want to hang out.
1: Come on in, man.
2: Pete writes in, uh, he says, uh, this is Pete, the machinist in Albany, Oregon. He says, I understand your position on ranch dressing and how it is one of the most despicable things on earth to you. Uh, He says, short story, when I started high school, I went to high school with, uh, there was about 1,200 people or so. Pizza day in the cafeteria, you never saw a cup of ranch dressing. My next year, I moved to my dad's house in a rural town one of these podunk towns. I started my sophomore year at a high school and was built that was built around the turn of the century and had an attendance of about 140 people. On pizza day, every one of the students got a section of their lunch tray filled with ranch dressing. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. Yes. To drown the pizza. And when I say drown, yes. it says the, the the pizza is the dressing. Uh, that's uh, that's what he meant. The school would actually water down the ranch dressing so all the kids could get enough. After that, ranch grew on me a bit because I was surrounded. My question is, would there ever be a situation where you could change your mind on ranch? He says, I also love blue cheese, chipotle aioli, barbecue sauce, mustard for dipping. Uh, what are your favorites? So I like honey mustard, barbecue.
4: Aioli is a good one.
2: Yeah, garlic aioli is not a bad one. Uh, so to answer your question, Pete, yes, I I am a believer that every man has his price. I'll tell you right now, anyone that cuts me a check for five million dollars tax free, <laughs> I will not only eat, I will not only eat ranch dressing, I will become a spokesperson and I will sing the praises of the devil's blood. Five million dollars that's after taxes and we're good. Cut me the check. And I will become an advocate. I will become an influencer for ranch dressing. I will do the backstroke in a pool of ranch dressing.
4: All right. I'm going to give you a pizza place. It'll change your life forever because of the pizza and the ranch that they make in-house. It is Topper's Pizza, and there's a location in Valencia, California. So if you ever visit Magic Mountain, make sure to go to Topper's. It's on Magic Mountain Parkway, so it's not that far from the park. And, Ben, their pepperoni and olive pizza with their homemade ranch, it'll change your life. Danny, with all due respect, all right, you want to start a fight, we can start
2: a fight. But here's the thing, okay? If you make pizza the right way, you don't need ranch dressing. You don't need any dressing. You don't. It's the pizza.
4: That's the star of the show. You well that I mean, pizza's a 10 out of 10, Ben, but the homemade ranch makes it a 12. It's icing on the cake. can agree to disagree on that.
2: And uh we'll just leave it at that. Uh John from Omaha says, guys, do you think humanity will step foot on Mars by 2050? You know, I think we will actually. I think that'll be the next big thing in like the net, and maybe not right now, but like when we get to 2030 or so. I think there will be human beings on Mars, but it's really fucked up. Would you like to be the first people? My curse. Would you like to be the first people to go to Mars? There's no food. There's no water. Nah. What the hell are you going to do? And it takes like a year to get there. And they think they think you can grow food in Martian you know soil. They don't know, but you need water hello what are you yeah. gonna do for the water
4: unless there's some martian hose up there there's no reason anybody any guy as we learn that word on the podcast friday there's no reason any guy would rush up to that planet
2: Can you imagine what that would be like like I get upset flying from L.A. to Boston, which is like five and a half hours or whatever it is. And the trip to Mars is thirty three point nine million miles away. Thirty three point nine million miles away. You go there. There's no water. There's no food. They think they can grow potatoes and carrots and cabbage in the Martian soil that they need a greenhouse. But you got to transport everything. Man, man, oh, man. Uh, I did see a story this week that said that the first human crew to Mars should be all female astronauts. I don't know do, do, do they know what happens if you procreate if they bring men and women and they you couldn't even you couldn't get someone pregnant because spoiler alert there's no hospitals and there's no doctors and theres
4: <laughs> <laughs> There's a mission to Mars show on Netflix that's pretty good. And it's with Hillary Swank. Check that out. Do a search on that on uh, Netflix. But she's one of the astronauts who's first to go up to Mars.
2: Michael writes and he says, uh, from Parts Unknown, is swearing necessary on the Fifth Hour podcast? Uh, n- no, 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 no.
4: No No needs to be an asshole and swear, right, Danny? We don't need to curse. It depends what kind of fuckery is going on on each episode.
2: Exactly. Calm down. If you knew how much we could curse and how much we actually curse, come on.
4: Yeah, uh, there's, there's yeah. really like two percent cursing on the podcast.
2: Yeah, calm down. All right, uh, just uh, get, you know, go go to uh, pray for me or whatever. I am Alex Wrightson. He says uh, this is the last one. Are there a high percentage of really weird people in the radio business? From the stories that you guys have told on this podcast, it sure seems to be the case. Who was, is the most eccentric person you have worked with in the radio world? Where to begin on this, Danny? It uh, I, the, the, the strangest people at the radio station are often the head engineer of the radio station. Uh, that is usually the uh, most <laughs> out there uh, individual. But it started when I was in college radio. We had a guy, a DJ named Blue. That was his DJ name, Blue. And he 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 had this VW van. And he sometimes would like randomly, he'd play long blocks of, in those days, you, you, you know, there were certain songs that were like 20 minutes or whatever you wanted to break. And he would go down to his car. For like ten minutes and sit. I think he was like meditating or something. But he was like a really kind of weird, weird dude. But every yeah, there's been a ton. I don't. Is anyone that pops into your head, Danny? And and we told the stories off and on on this podcast about some of the people we've run across. And uh, I mean, there's there's some interesting cats. And the business has changed a lot over the years because it's a lot different now than when we started because of yeah, thing and all that other stuff.
4: God, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but it doesn't matter to our audience anyways, but up in the Stockton, Modesto, California radio market when I was a kid, he did this weird routine in the morning. He would come in. I was doing the overnight. He would come in an hour before his show with a big can of Lysol, and he would Lysol every little thing in that studio to the point where I would be coughing up a lung because all this excess Lysol was going into my throat and my lungs. And I wanted to puke and it got to the point, Ben, where I would just start with lift. I'd lift up my shirt and put it over my nose like this, like I, you know, like somebody cut one freak would be cleaning. He'd be disinfecting everything in the studio. And, uh, then he would get on the air and he acted like a normal dude, but off the air, he was a uh, very, very Howie Mandel. That
2: guy must have popped the Woody when COVID came around, and everyone was spraying. <laughs> like, oh my God, my dreams have come true! It's COVID. I get to spray Lysol everywhere. It's the greatest thing in the freaking world. Oh my God!
4: Everyone. This guy down. had like rubber cleaning gloves on. I mean, I felt like he was part of the cleaning crew. Plus, he was the AM morning drive guy. It was really weird.
2: Yeah, wacky. Wacky, 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 tabacky. Uh Thanks to Caleb, uh, Ned, and uh, there's a few other people here that we did not get to, but we, we, went, we went longer than we were supposed to go, Danny G. We got to most everybody, so thank you for sending mail in. And if we didn't use your letter this week, we will have, even though I'll be in Minnesota next week, we will have podcasts up, and so those will be available for you, original content, And a week, uh, less than a week now, because this is Sunday, so less than a week, this coming Saturday, it is on like Donkey Kong, the first ever Mallard meet and greet in Minnesota. Would love to hang out with you if you are in the area, if it's geographically desirable and it's something you want to do. It's just a casual get-together, and we can break bread and be friendly and all that at the Mallard meet and greet, which is at the Mermaid Inn and Event Center. In Mounds View, Minnesota. We'll get out on that. Danny, I'll be back on the radio tonight from the mothership. And what do you have, uh, Danny? Anything at all?
4: Uh, Just one thought on the meet and greet. I bet our listeners cannot wait to pound the mound. (laughs) Well, Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's Sunday. Just going to watch some NBA playoffs. On my peach cobbler list, it is Mother's Day. So i uh, going to spoil the the wife and uh, take her to get a prenatal massage today. Well, I can't think of anything more romantic than that. Uh, yeah. What uh, woman would not like that? Come uh, rub my belly like Buddha.
2: Yes. And please, I beg you, if you are, and most people are like this. I'm, I, I lost my mom 10 years ago. This is actually the 10th year since my mom passed away spoil the hell out of your mom. Take advantage of it. You only have your mom for so long. And damn it, for me, if not for you, just uh, spoil the hell out of your mom. Make your mom uh, happy. You, uh, just, it's a—it's the right thing to do. Because eventually you won't be able to do that. So you might as well take advantage of it. while well, you can. Why not? Absolutely.
4: So Very true. All about mama today. Dare mama.
2: Absolutely. All right. Have a great day. And I'll catch you tonight on the radio. Asta pasta.
1: Call 1-800-GAMBLER.